All right, everybody, welcome to the Mutiny Radio open mic. Yeah. We're working some kinks out in the back, but uh, we're going to get this going. Um, so five-minute sets tonight. Um, I'll give you the light at four. Um, I'm Jesse Mundy, guest host from uh, Austin, Texas. Um, this may come as a surprise to you, but I'm a married man. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are uninitiated in the ways of wedlock, spoiler alert, marriage is frustrating. I'm not just talking about the fact that we've been in a relationship long enough that uh, my wife gets super angry when I talk. I'm talking about a whole different kind of frustration here. Uh, you may have heard it said that men have certain needs. And... I don't want to be crude talking about my wife, so let's just say that it, it always feels as though I am starving and she's the only one who knows how to make pizza. Now, I'm not actually starving because I can always make myself some ramen. I make ramen all the time. It's just that you can only spice ramen up so much. You know, it's gotten to the point where the only time I actually enjoy making ramen is when I'm stealthily making ramen in the other room. She's going about her day blithely unaware that separated by only a few layers of drywall and shame, I am furiously making ramen. But when it comes down to it, you usually just make ramen in the shower for the sake of time and you don't have to wash any dishes afterwards. When we first got together, it was pizza every day. You know, we might just stay indoors and have deep dish Chicago style slices. But uh, now I go and I open the freezer and I don't even see pizza rolls or bagel bites. The only time we get around to having pizza anymore is when we're both really drunk. And then the only way we know is we wake up and there are pizza boxes strewn about the room and she turns to me and is like, was it even good pizza? I'm like, I think so, I have pesto in my beard. The worst part about the whole situation is that I invariably wake up hungry and there's never anything left to be warmed up for lunch. So I do what anyone in that situation would do. I roll over and I make some ramen. All right, fantastic energy in here tonight. Let's get this started with your first comic. Coming to the stage, John Gallagher. No, no, no. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, whites, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, guys. That was, a, that was so, so intense. Thank you, Jesse, by the way, for hosting, man. Come on, give him a round of applause. Fucking, you thankless fucks. He hacked into Mutiny Radio for all of us. Um, yeah, so a little bit about me. Uh, fat, blonde, sad beard. That covers it, right? I think that's, I think that should be good. I just hit, uh, hit this year, uh, 250 pounds. I finally got my perfect beach body. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, the closest in size and shape to a beached whale, huh? Does that, does that work, fat? Um, 
fat guy. You know you're you know you're getting fat when uh compliments towards you start changing a little bit differently. You know you ever have that? Like I I get my my compliments coming out during haircuts. So I got my hair cut, and usually people will be like, oh, my God, you look you look skinnier. That's awesome, man. Most recent time, though, get my hair cut. My friends see me, and they're like, wow, your head is tiny. And that is not that's not what you want to hear. You don't want to be compared to a Goomba from Super Mario Brothers. It's a bad look. I, would, I don't know how you guys feel, but I don't think that any fetish uh, didn't start out as a joke. Does that make sense? Like, I think they were just, every fetish is like an escalating series of dares. Like, somebody's just like, yeah, yeah, give me your feet to fuck. Oh, I need this. Like, I think that was all what happened. You just slid into that, because I don't think you just go for that automatically. And the reason I say that, too, is I'm addicted to the subreddit Dragon's Fucking Cars right now. And I've been looking at it compulsively. It's just, it's funny now, but it's just a matter of time until that's the only thing I can come to. I just, I know that, right? I'll just have to stroke one out to these beautiful dragons just boning. Lame cars. Have you guys seen this at all? Anybody seen this? They fuck really poor cars. Like, they're all the cars that these dragons, these amazing mythical beasts are having sex with are like four-door sedans, like a 96 Ford Taurus. Like, dragon, you're a 10. Why the fuck are you settling for a four, you know? You should at least, like, fuck a cool car. (laughs) What's going on with these artists, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a rich superpower, right? If you have the power of flight, why would you use it to fly to the bus stop you know what i'm saying like you should use your power for good i'm talking but this is a full well this is like a three-quarter animated pornography set too so now we got to move on to hentai hentai japanese pornography yes you got to talk about it in order to make effective cartoon pornography you think that you like the animator also has to be into it right like i mean if he's not he's like there's like yeah this is for the bros <laughs> like that's what you you want to make the guys splooge you know so i feel like that must be the hardest thing to animate cuz if you're into it too like every single frame of like animated pornography is like <sighs> beautiful eyes oh yeah supple firm breasts <sighs> thick meaty all right well i earned a break okay so time to go and <laughs> stroke one out and I like to, uh, my favorite thing to think about is a guy who is a, an amazing artist, but he can only draw animated pornography. That's the only thing he can do. And so this guy, I just feel like he's the most tortured person in the world. This guy is just like, Ugh! but who am I to deprive the world of my art? <laughs> just like, it's like painfully drawing tentacles, penetrating somebody. Yeah, man. Big, thick inhales, thick, sweaty inhales from being on stage stage direction comedian interior shot comedian walks on stage starts breathing heavily talking about pornography audience (laughs) (laughs) have you guys seen this shit I'm not into it but you gotta really gotta check this out porn 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 hoodie porn I uh oh I saw the (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. I saw uh, the new Quentin Tarantino movie. Anybody see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Very, very good. Very good. It's so good of a movie that a man had a stroke in the theater I was in, and they didn't stop the movie. Is that fucking crazy to anybody? Like, this guy's like, help, we need a doctor. And then they, he didn't stop the movie. They just slowly started brightening the theater while the EMTs were coming in and taking this guy out. And even the EMTs in there coming in were watching the movie. <laughs> It's like, what happens if you die? Like, they're just like, well, it's Quentin Tarantino. He's an amazing artist. You're fucking, you had a heart attack during a good movie. You're a fucking loser. You can, you can die to thin the herd. He's an older guy. You have to imagine that he, like, had friends that died in wars. And he's like, I, I got really scared during a movie, and I'm dead now. 
And that's, uh, yeah, somebody told me to t tell Quentin Tarantino that story if I ever meet him. And yeah, you know, that'd be cool. I'll just probably like just dust off my feet and be like, hey, what do you think about these little babies? She, you know, Quentin Tarantino, he loves feet. He'll jerk off to my feet. You think that'd be cool? Is that, be, is that a credit? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Bye. John Gallagher, everybody. Keep that applause going for your next comic, Ian Levi. Oh, boy. There's, there's a chair here. Okay, why not? One in Rome. Um, I'm, I'm Bill Cosby now for this. Uh, it's, it's, it's not the only thing I have in common with Bill Cosby. <laughs> so, <laughs> dear. Okay, that's terrible. Do you guys... Um, we were talking about Cowboy Bebop uh, earlier. Is it just me, or do you think Cowboy Bebop is sounds like what your grandfather probably calls Old Town Roads? <laughs> is it is that Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> no, I just thought of that. Okay, that's fun. It feels weird sitting down. I decided to try it, and I, I feel uncomfortable, but now I feel like I have to commit. So I'm just going to keep sitting. Max says no, give up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep sitting. I'm gonna keep sitting, even though I hate every second of this just as much as you guys. So we're all on the same level. I'm just as uncomfortable, and I can't move my arm from here. I'm, it's stuck, it's stuck like this. I don't, I'm petrified to move from this weird side hunch. Of, I feel like I should work in a bell tower. Got a hunchback. Ah, there we go. Come on, uh, anyone? Nope. Okay. I, uh, I'm taking a, uh, uh, online, uh, nope, don't like moving the arm. Okay. Uh, I'm taking a, uh, an online, uh, CPR certification course. Uh, that's how they, you teach CPR now. Did you guys know that it's, it's all online and it's like, should I try this on a person once before I'm just send me out? Okay. I guess I'll go for it, but I'm learning the rules. And the first, the first rule I learned in CPR is uh, always ask for consent before you can before you help someone. You're always supposed to say, "Hey, can I can I perform CPR on you?" But said if the person is uh, incapacitated or unable to respond, then that's what's called uh, implied consent, which means you can just go ahead and proceed. And when I heard the term implied consent, I was like, you know, I'm gonna let them choke. I'm just I'm not gonna risk it. Really, am, am I alone on that? I'm not gonna get canceled over. <laughs> Maybe their thing is eating shellfish at fancy restaurants and choking. No, okay, well, yeah. I was on the bus recently, um, and there was a man uh, sitting next to me. I was trying to read a book, and the man was reading over my shoulder, uh, and uh, which I don't really care. But the man was a faster reader than I was, so I I could feel it because at a certain point he would just go. <sighs> So then I started speeding up reading. I started trying to read faster to the point where I couldn't even pay attention to what I was reading. At a certain point, I was just turning the page for him sitting next to me. My whole life, I've been a slow reader. I've been no good at And I don't know. I have a horrible time going to museums with people. It's so I've never read the bottom half of a plaque in my life. Because I don't know what... I get nervous that I'm, they're going to think I'm dumb. So it just ends with me running through the museum without knowing anything. <laughs> full speed so they think I'm a genius that's all I can do I um I I saw a, uh, an ad uh I, I heard an interview where, where it was an ad executive talking about how uh they've moved on from millennials now they're just trying to focus they're trying to get ad dollars from Gen Zers that's like where all the big money is 
and I hate advertisement, but I still couldn't help but feel like, am I not pretty enough for you? Like, what's going on? That's, that's hurtful. That's, okay, just me on that one. I oh, this is so dumb. I saw a um I saw a uh I don't want to talk about that actually. You know why I'm sitting? Has anyone watched the Dave Chappelle footage from like 2009 where it's just him sitting down for the whole? Th- That's why I'm doing that now. I realize that I'm just trying to emulate and just like that. So I'm trying to be meandering and I'll soon go to the material where I say the N word a lot. So that's the next that's the next step to emulate my hero Dave Chappelle. One minute. Okay, it was stimulating stimulating conversation. I uh, is it. So I, I was homeschooled growing up. I spent a lot of my time at a homeschool campouts. And usually, I've told someone that the other day, and they just started laughing. I don't know if that's funny or not, just saying the term homeschool campout is funny. But why is it funny? Why? Homeschool kids aren't allowed to have fresh air? We don't like, can't, we don't like sleep out of the start? Am I crazy? Just the term homeschool campout? It's weird? It's just a campout, but with homeschoolers. It's just, it's just home. Why is it fun? That was my life. That's not a joke. I'm a man. Okay, no, I don't know. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what I'm going through now. Okay, that's my time. Hey, hey. Levi, everybody. That's a that's a pretty good band name, I think. Homeschool camp out. Uh. <laughs> All right, everybody. Let's make some noise for your next comic, Victor Trevino. Sam's not here. We don't have to donate. <laughs> here, Jack. <laughs> oh my God! It wants to go in the tip jar, but you should probably take that one. <laughs> Wait, you're rich, aren't you? <laughs> the more you know. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> Max, this is definitely the worst place for this money to go. <laughs> I'll put money in the jar eventually. Fuck it. I. So Jack's rich. Is anybody else here rich? You're rich. You, well, how much? How much money? How much money do you make? <laughs> how much money do you make, or and or uh, have? Uh, I make 400 grand a year. Jesus! <laughs> 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 Lock the door, dude. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Holy shit! So you're a one percenter, dude. Yeah, it's great. Dude, that's a mistake. <laughs> If I was rich, I would want to be in like the two percent, like the just. No, no one gives shit to the people in the two percent. It's like so close. I feel like the marketing is very bad for the one percent. <laughs> Whoever designed that political strategy, fuck the one percent. No, I'm just kidding. Oh man, I want to be so rich that it's like hard to buy gifts for me. <laughs> it's like you're gonna have to make something, dude. <laughs> I have everything I want. So what do you do? Family money? <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. 400 grand a year allowance? <laughs> Do they ever like take some away? <laughs> so, like, you get 1K or 100K this year. No. <laughs> so, do you fulfill, feel fulfilled? No. No. Honest. Do you want to become all of our sugar daddies? 
We got a new video coming out on mutinyradio.com. <laughs> Man molests open mic. What, what uh, inspired you to come here today? Are you, are you open? What's your name? You're, you're doing a set later? Oh. It would change the dynamic if you let everyone know you were rich when you came on stage. <laughs> We'd be like, yay! <laughs> oh, but this is great. Did you see the video of the kid getting punched off the stage the other week? Yeah, dude. Check it out. <laughs> Do yourself a favor. Someone was doing a set and he's like, blah, 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 fuck. Uh, he makes fun of some guy. The guy storms the stage and uh, punches him into the corner. And then he gets rescued by a um, very small comic that does rugby. That's the end of the story. I'm not selling it very hard, but it's a good watch and probably a good listen. No, definitely not. But it ended with a punchline. Ah, fuck. I didn't commit to that. I thought it was funny when I was saying it. I caught my roommate jerking off. And so it's official. There's no going back. I forever have the upper hand in our <laughs> in our apartment. Uh, every dispute, I feel like going forward, I have leverage against him. That makes that's funny, right? Like, I feel like every time I'm using his stuff and he like wants me to stop, or if I need a ride and and he can't give me a ride, I'm just like, what are you busy? You too busy to give me a ride? What are you doing? Jerking off. Anyway, caught him jerking off. It was great. Um, yeah, and uh, he has a CD collection. Oh, I'm not going to do that joke. That's all the time I'm going to do. Thanks a lot. Victor Trevino. All right, make some noise for Murad. It's, sorry, is it Shockey? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Uh, been down in the dumps recently. Uh, my girlfriend just dumped me. She said I wasn't manly enough for her, which really stung because I hadn't even finished eating my ice cream cone yet. Really just caught me at a vulnerable moment. Uh, uh, she actually, uh, apparently this entire time just assumed I was genderless. It's like, yeah, that's what I was going for. My pronouns are actually what and huh? Uh, I think I'm just like a prototype for the future of humanity. You know, in the future, we'll all be racially mixed, uh, apparently genderless. Great, this is going swell, guys. Uh, I've been down in the dumps, like I said, so uh, I've uh, eaten a four-pack of Reese's Cups every day for the past six weeks, and I'm just really waiting for someone to ask if I'm okay. Uh, they say there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's, but have you tried the fetal position? Just, <laughs> there's no wrong way. There's no wrong way. Uh, this is going great. Um, I, uh, met her on, uh, I didn't meet her on Tinder. You know, I thought she was the one. She just wasn't some Tinder date. It was, uh, okay Cupid. It was actually okay Cupid. Um, cause I'm not fucking around. I'm looking for the one. And, uh, okay Cupid has a premium feature. It's called the boost. Now, what a boost is, a little bit of cash, guarantee 200 people see your profile in just five. You know what? I was going to run the set because I have a show after this, and I wanted to make sure I had it in order, but this is a, a train wreck, so new bits. Okay. Uh, I uh, <laughs> went to a friend's barbecue. They took me on a tour of the house, which uh, was 
not really necessary. I've been in several houses. I get the, the gist of it. Just once I'd like to be surprised on a house tour, you know, like just like here's the den, here's the kitchen, and then underneath the trap door is the Wolverine nursery. Uh, Mama Bear just had a big litter. Do not stare directly into her eyes. She is cute, though, very cute. Um, got a new roommate. Uh, she's a big old hippie. She went and bought all the housing supplies her first weekend in. Bit of a mistake, I think. Uh, just bought a bunch of toilet paper that feels like wiping your ass with tree bark and uh, toothpaste that tastes like drywall. And uh, just not really into using soap made out of tea leaves and bird cum. Just not great uh, product. I want to be eco-friendly, save the planet, save the dolphins, but uh, not that much, you know? Just one side like a paper straw that can withstand the entirety of a Dr. Pepper, you know? Uh, <laughs> I uh, bought a fountain pen recently, uh, which is great if you like writing and are also a cunt. Uh, it's basically just a fedora filled with ink, and uh, I bought it from a store that just sells fountain pens. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, it turns out if you sell fountain pens for a living, you are easily intimidated. Uh, I just bullied the cashier into giving me free ink. They were like, oh, actually, that costs money. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I want it. Just give it to me. Could I just have it, please? Uh, all right. You guys ever Google image Delaware? It sucks. Uh, I uh, went to a uh, gangster rap show recently, saw Freddie Gibbs. Uh, he was great. His opener, though, started the show off by going, yo, guys, I bailed on house arrest for this. And then a couple songs later, he said, make some motherfucking noise if you wake up with anxiety. I was like, I think uh, there might be a correlation there, dude. I think maybe you shouldn't have bailed on your house arrest. Like, I wake up with anxiety, but my anxiety is more like uh, make eye contact with your barista while they're taking your order, you know? Not like the house arrest uh, type of anxiety. I just like that we're also emotionally fucked up in 2019, that uh, we have to use gangster rap shows as a forum to discuss mental health issues. Like, uh, make some motherfucking noise if you struggle with body dysmorphia. Make some motherfucking noise if you've gotten out of a toxic relationship. Make some motherfucking noise if you should have stayed home and written. Uh, bye, guys. All right, give it up again for Marad. Keep it going for Jack Ferguson. What's up, guys? Good to be here. Good to see you. Um, I want to marry an openly lesbian woman when I grow up. Uh, the reason for that, the rationale, is because I want to have a kid, but I don't want to commit sexually to one person for the rest of my life. So I think if I marry an openly lesbian woman, we can just boat, like, just basically be boys, see other people, raise a kid together. She can be the mom. I can be the dad. We're solving both of our problems, you know? Uh, I just thought that was more of a brilliant idea than a, than a joke uh, in general. I don't like it when comedians do that, but uh, I just did, so suck it. Uh, I'm bipolar, and uh, a lot of times people ask me about what I think about uh, these mass shootings that are going on. 
because a lot of the people who are perpetrating them have mental illness. And I don't know what they expect my answer to be because just because I have the same mental illness as this person, I'm not like rooting for them, you know? Like I'm not like, yeah, get those normal people, man. Only a couple more until we're running the world. <laughs> uh, I feel like I think of mass shootings the way that a lot of Islamic people probably think of 9-11, you know? Like I just want people to realize that it's not my people's fault, you know, it's the Jews. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm Jewish, it's okay, half Jewish, but um, I have a big head, uh, I have a really big head. Dan also has a big head. Uh, I wonder whose is bigger. I don't know, I don't wear hats. Uh, but, you know, we can figure it out later. Uh, uh, <laughs> Whoa, are you a comedian? Uh, no, I have a, I'm a big head. I have a big head, and it's it's always been that way, you know? I've been tearing up the pussy since day one. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, when I was little, I used to, when I was learning to walk, my head used to, like, make me tip over and fall, and I would turn in the air like a shuttlecock and land on my head. He's probably the only one who knows what a shuttlecock is here. Uh, hashtag rich guys. Uh, <laughs> my parents cut me off. That's like raising a dog and, like, feeding it and then releasing it into the wild and just expecting it to cut food, like catch food on its own. Uh, what was the other joke that I was trying to say? Oh yeah, so my I would tip over and fall and land on my head. And uh, so my mom made me wear a helmet around, like just always to protect myself. And I didn't think that was cool. So she made my dad wear a helmet too around the house to convince me that it was cool, uh, which worked. But it also made it look like if you came into my house when I was little that my mom was just taking care of two retarded people, uh, which she was, you know, <laughs> she was, yeah. Uh, did you give me the light? Sorry, I haven't really been looking at you. Okay, just let me know. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else do I want to talk about? I was very popular in high school. I played sports, which is why it's weird for me to be hanging out with you guys. And, uh, and uh, you know, I, I worry that it makes my regrets unrelatable. Like, do you guys ever wish that instead of just banging cheerleaders in high school, you'd really buckled down and tried to fuck a teacher? <laughs> no, because Miss Ramsey wanted it, you know, <laughs> she, that was the name of an actual teacher at my school and she was old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that cool in high school, but I feel like I, that's believable. <laughs> um, I, uh, my mom is a, is a very athletic woman. She's run over 40 marathons. Uh, and at a certain point, it's just like, what are you running from, mom? It's, it's her childhood. But uh, And she was in a store one time. She's a big sports fan. She saw this gigantic black dude, and she was sure he played in the NFL. And so she went up to the only other person in the store who's this short, weird-looking guy and was like, hey, do you know who that guy is? Is he an athlete? And the guy was like, no, he's my bodyguard. I'm Elton John. And my mom was very, very disappointed because she doesn't know who Elton John is. And still to this day, when we tell this story, refuses to learn. She just refers to him as the short gay singer, <laughs> which is accurate. Uh, thank you, guys. Let's do it again for Jack. 
keep that going for your next comic, Cody Abe. Oh shit, hi everybody. A uh, little bit about myself. I am Japanese as denoted by the headband. I'm also from Hawaii, which means I have a lot of mixed feelings about Pearl Harbor. Um, yeah, no. I love Hawaii. Uh, you know, when you're when you grow up in Hawaii, everybody's family. People ask me about my uh, favorite thing about Hawaii, and I always say mm, leaving. <coughs> I just got tired, you know. I I got tired of the like like it's too much of a small town vibe, right? And I just I just really got tired of the fear of accidentally hooking up with a cousin uh like even a third or fourth cousin like that that i still can't risk you know i i just can't risk that i might be into incest that's like something that i just can't you know afford these days i, I don't i don't want to turn like I've never thought about doing 23 and me, but I don't want to make it. I don't want to take the 23 and me and then have it be me, uh, me and 23 of my relatives. Uh, yeah. What else? Uh, but that's why I I really uh, I only like try to date white women. It's just you know of the previous statements. Uh, but, you know, I kind of realized that some of them fetishize me, so why not just, like, flip the script on them? It's like, ha, I, I fetishize you first, you know? But, like, uh, I had this ex-girlfriend who actually, like, did fetishize me for being Asian. Um, I ignored the signs, you know? I, the signs were there. Like she said, I, I, the previous three boyfriends I had were Asian. Uh, she called me her buff little dumpling. I just thought that I've, I've been going to the gym lately and you know I've been kind of getting a little swole there, so I took it as a compliment. The real cherry on the top of that you know fetish Sunday was the fact that when like the first time we were about to hook up, she just whispered in my ear, just give me that Asian cock. And I'm like, okay, that's definitely a fetish that you have for me. Uh, I was actually the first Japanese guy she hooked up with, so I'm just glad. You know, she had the uh, she had the the Filipino lumpia, she had the Chinese egg roll, she had the uh, the Korean barbecue pork, and now she's getting my wagyu beef. Uh, I'm just happy to be that. You know, just part of that Asian charcuterie platter that she had going on with her, with all the men that she's been with. Uh, yeah. Okay. I had to break up with her though, because she kept playing uh, these string quartet covers of uh, songs. Do you guys know what these are? Yeah, it's where you take violins and cellos and you make pop songs worse by gentrifying them somehow. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she. She she was a liar, you know. She she said that it was better than the original. I didn't believe her. Because, you know, nothing's really better than the original, right? World War II, Ghostbusters 2, Dale Earnhardt Jr., none of them better than the original. All fucking, in their own ways, worse, you know? Uh, what else did I have? Oh, yeah, but like, you know, she's, she wasn't even like a cool liar. 
Like, she wasn't, like, a cool liar, like, a spy or, you know, Obi-Wan. She wasn't doing anything for the for her country or the Jedi Council. Like I was, I was fed up with her shit. So I had to kind of end it with her. And uh, as a result, I kind of just, I don't know. Fuck. She also liked magazines, which is like, what the fuck, you know? Like, she she would always bring me, she would always bring me like, do you like magazines? I'm so sorry if you do. No, she would like. She likes she likes no she likes the trashy magazines. I I should yeah, she likes uh you know the trashy ones. I don't even know. I don't even know the names of the magazines because they would cover they would always cover up the title. Like and I don't I wouldn't even know what they were. And so I don't know what the fuck. Okay, that's my time everybody. I'm very tired. Woke up at 5 o'clock this morning. Give it up for Cody. All right. And keep some energy going. Make some noise for Max Eddy. We're tired today, everybody. Let's wake up a little bit. Um, I was actually I was hanging out with my parents this weekend, and uh, I I was reminded. I don't know how I'm ever going to turn this into a joke, but I was reminded of this fucking <laughs> this story. So basically, when I was I wasn't potty trained until I was about three and a half, uh, but <laughs> I did not ever shit my diaper from two years old to three and a half. And it was because uh, every time I was about to shit, like I'd just be sitting there like eating SpaghettiOs, uh, just like chilling, just, and then a f- switch would flip if I had to shit. And I would just go, and then my mom knew to take my diaper out and I was good to go. And I don't know why I did that, but it saved my mom a lot of money on diapers, so. Uh, yeah, is that noise weird? Yeah, okay, that's a little bit. The fact that you said a little bit bothers me because it's incredibly weird. It was a, I don't even know why I asked the question. Yeah, it was like, I was like a, I was like a poop alarm system. Like it was crazy, but yeah, right? It's, it's, it's so funny to me though. And I can't, I don't know how I'm ever going to explain that on stage without a weird amount of context, but you know. That's why we do it. Fuck, now I'm stuck sitting. This is, now I'm in Ian's position and I don't like, I don't, uh, I, uh, I mean, that's kind of the only natural place to have the arm if you're doing this. Like, it's, you kind of just have to put the teapot, uh, like, this is my handle, and your spout is the mic, dude. I'm spouting knowledge. That's what I'm all about right now, dude. But, uh, no, I'm going to stand up. This is weird. Um, this should have been a higher chair for that act out, too. Whatever. Um, Oh yeah, I'm. A, I also just realized like I'm a really like, I think I'm a pretty sociable guy. Like I'm cool at parties and stuff. But when I'm done socializing, I'm fucking done, dude. Like I uh, like. Have you ever like walked like said goodbye to someone and then walked uh, the same direction as them like coming out of a party? It, when that happens to me, I turn the fuck around. Uh, I'm just like, nope, I'm not doing it. Like, literally, I'm, I'm just like, I'm going the other way. I will literally walk the globe before I say goodbye twice. Like, I'm not about, like, lit- if, I, if I turned around, like, if that happened to me and I turned around and I just saw a river, I'd be like, I guess I'm swimming. Like, let's, let's fucking go. Honestly, my house is on the other side of this, this river and Uber's expensive. So I just got to I got to go. Uh, yeah, man, it's actually there was that didn't ever happen to me. But there was one time I, <laughs> I was uh, coming out of a party to say goodbye to my friend and we both start walking downstairs and that instinct kicks in and I go upstairs and he's like, are you are you going upstairs? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I parked on the roof. 
That's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's I I stole that line from a Bay Area comedian. Do, does anyone know who says that's my story, and I'm sticking to it after a bit? And it's not even a joke. It's just a really weird thing she says after um, a really long joke. It's a I think. I want to say that after every joke I do. I'm just like, ah, you know, so I was fucking this guy, and then that's, yeah, this is um, less than productive. Do you have money, like, on you? Like, just, I think, I think everyone here, like, it's been a tough day for us all. If you could just throw some up, and we could just figure it out. That's, I, I'm surprised you answered the question. That's a, that's like, that's a BDE move. Like if someone asked, because most people would like demure, just be like, oh, it's just nothing. But you were like, no, 400K, dude. That's like NFL starting salary. That's, are you goddamn kidding me? We are at an open mic in San Francisco at a fucking loft, I guess. There's, we're not rolling in it. Um, yeah, actually, I honestly don't know how many people here have jobs. Uh, I got one like three weeks ago. So who has, who has jobs even? Actually, I guess you don't have a job, so fuck you. But like everyone, um, oh, only a minute left. Perfect. Um, actually, I do have a job now. I'm a receptionist, so I'm only at like 390 a year right now. So um, I'll hit 400 here pretty soon. But um, get that cost of living adjustment; it'll be good. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've re I actually work at a pretty cool place. I work at a tech company, and they have everything there. It's it's crazy. They have like these crazy ass snacks. They have like every like nut or legume you could ask for. Uh, they have beer on tap. Like they have a bunch of different kinds. They have bottles and stuff. It's fucking. It's so awesome. The one thing I wish they did have though that they don't. The one thing I wish I could get is healthcare. That would be dope. Um, but that's not gonna resonate with you, rich bitch. Bye. Max Eddie. All right, make some noise for your next comic, Roman Leo. I'm so happy to be here, you guys. Uh, it's interesting. To capitalism, you know, produces some hostility. I think it's misdirected at individuals. The whole, you know, if you're gonna change the system, like why blame one dude, you know? <laughs> right. I mean, you could, I guess you could start like stabbing people if you want to. Anyway, I just noticed that comedians are hella fucking jealous of, well, they're like, they constantly, they're complaining about who, oh my God, that person went to fuck so many vacations. Look at their Instagram. That guy's playing golf all the time. Fuck that guy. You know, um, I think negativity should be directed towards, you know, important stuff like, uh, I don't know. Too much zombie TV. Anybody done with that? That's all I watch. You are what you worship. I am... Like, all I think about is moving into a van in the apocalypse. Uh, it's going to be great. That's all I do. I watch zombie TV. Um, it was weird. I try... I, I don't know. I feel it's weird. I'm, like, on this guy's side. But I don't know if that I can make that clear. I don't know the side. Like, I... No, I'm just like, I'm annoyed with the people that fucking, you know, it's like, just how can you blame? I don't know. I'm annoyed. Huh? I know, but it's weird. It's weird to talk about. I guess it's weird to talk about, to single somebody out and ask them how much money they make and then shit on them. Like when they're, they say they're not a comedian, like it's the only actual audience person here, maybe, maybe, you know, 
I don't know. I was just thinking it sitting there, and that was my fucking meh. Wasn't funny. I have notes. You ever be looking at somebody like, and it's like, uh, if you look at someone, uh, it's like okay, but if you do it through, like through a fence, it's creepy all of a sudden. <laughs> I was at the uh, Bart station, and uh, fuck, it was just like another crackhead. Uh, it was like, what's up? And I was like, hi. And then she's like, how you doing, mama? And I was like, oh. And then she took a hit of her pipe. And I was like, wait, are you talking on the pipe? Um, that was the 16th. Uh, I feel like, uh, or did you guys know that Waka Flocka Flame has a less successful cousin named Flocka Waka Flame? I feel, right? There's got to be iterations of Flocka Waka Flockas. My, my girlfriend once asked me, she's like, are you still in love with your ex? And I was just like, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> Why would you ask? Uh, I'm like, I have like some some tingling in my right foot, and I'm like, oh shit, my mom has MS. Is it happening? Like you know, like one time my face fell asleep when I was on stage, and I was like, it's wild up here, you know, like ah, right. And then like I try to be in the moment, so I'm like just like back to the breath, is you know like yeah, you know like you want to hear my mantra, yes, fuck yes. I'm listening to this YouTube, and she's like, feel the pressure of your tongue against the roof of your mouth. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I can feel it all the time now. Ah, Like, how is that a meditation? I haven't figured that out. But uh, you know the pill, the pill, the famous birth control pill kills people's sex drives? It's like a side effect is like, no, there's like a low sex drive. which And so the IUD is getting like really popular now, right? And uh, which I, so I support that, like... I want like I'll fucking ram like it and you ever like you get the it splits your like fucking tip your dick in half when you hit it by accident like the IUD it makes itself known but I'm like I rather raw dog so I'm just like this is weird 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 you know like I don't know anyway um man are scum man are scum come on let's go man are scum that's my favorite chant um I mean only at the when we're at the open mic um whatever things you shouldn't say when you're an uber driver i used to drive uber for two years and i'd be like hey i do my own breaks uh i can't believe how many other comedians drive drunk while they uber you know just like random icebreakers i have and then the final thing that i would say is like i'm gonna pull over and cry this job um mutiny where you can hear the crickets urinating um <laughs> see let's prove my proved it to myself um or were they were kidding? I don't believe they were kidding. Uh, I got to get out of here. I heard a comedian recently say he was a recovering alcoholic on stage. And I was like, well, then give me your drink ticket. Thank you very much. Uh, my name's Roman Leo. Roman Leo. All right. Make a bunch of noise for your next comic, Sabrina Miller. All right, so sir, you are rich. We've established that, uh, and uh, I'm rich too. Like I'm, I'm rich in friends. I'm rich in experiences. You know, I'm a woman of advanced experience. I'm, I'm 40, so we kind of have something in common. Not the being a woman part, but like, I'm rich, but I don't look rich. Kind of like you, right? You kind of, you don't. It's a good look. It's a good look. 
Uh, friend of mine, she didn't believe me when she learned that I was 40. Uh, she was like, oh my God, Sabrina. Like, girl, I thought you were 30. Like, what is your secret? I said, well, there's not much to it, hon. Uh, Two-step process to youthful skin at 40. Uh, step one, just grow up closeted transgender in the South in the 80s. That's the first step. And step two, just uh, don't smile. Don't smile for a quarter century. Yeah, there are a lot of facials to choose from out, uh, out there, guys, but I believe that uh, depression facial, hands down, the best facial. It's pretty cool. Sorry, allergies, man. I'm like snorting and snotting up here. I uh, wasn't expecting it to be so warm. Um, I figured out how to solve climate change. Hot takes on climate change here. Uh, I, we can solve climate change, but we, need, uh, we just need to, uh, we need ecstasy and speed. Like, not separately. We just need to combine ecstasy and speed. You've heard of a speed ball. We need, like, a, an Earth Day ball. Like, ecstasy and speed. Because we need to love the Earth, like, really, really fast. You know what I'm saying? That's what we got to do. It's really, really fast. Remember Obama? It's like, si se puede. No, it's got to be more like, si se puede, si se puede, si se puede, si se puede. Come on, we can do it. We can do it. Coffee. We overuse a lot of words. Uh, as Americans, we, we overuse the word amazing a lot. Uh, Louis C.K. has a bit about that, I'm pretty sure. Everybody knows about it, you know, wasting amazing on a basket of chicken wings. And people waste the word amazing on coffee. Uh, like, I've had a great cup of coffee, but I know I've never had an amazing cup of coffee. Never been sitting at a cafe and, and taking a sip and been like this. Oh my God. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for my life. Oh my God. Let me have another sip here. Have another sip. See you same way day. It's like, I don't know, like a, a, a good cup of coffee. You have a, a good cup of coffee, uh, like on a Monday. And you, you feel good. You know you can make it through your day. Like a great cup of coffee. You think about volunteering and shit. You're like, today's the day. I've had my, I, I, today I, I'm going to be the inspiration. But an amazing cup of coffee is, we already talked about an amazing cup of coffee. That was an amazing cup. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun room to try out, uh, try out new material, uh, relationship material. That's, that's what I really wanted to do tonight. I'm single again. Yep. Single snaps. That's right, I can focus on comedy. Um, what was I going to talk about? Yeah, single, single, what was that joke again, right? Oh, right, single. So uh, single life isn't too different uh, on, a, on, the, on a daily basis than, than it is when you're in a relationship. Like you still get hit on. I got hit on on the metro train the other day, and this guy would not take a hint. You know, I was, I was, I was just fucking dropping hints. And I finally had to play the boyfriend card. And then he played his card literally. Like he pulled out his business card and tried to hand it to me. And he said to me, it's like, hey, for whatever reason, it doesn't work out between you and your boyfriend. Hey, just give this guy a call. I'm like, dude, what the fuck do you think this is? You think I'm a university and you just got waitlisted? No, no, that's not how this works. Consider me, Har consider me Harvard Law, motherfucker. You're never getting in here. That's all I'm saying, though. I did not get hit on at Whole Foods uh, the other day. I was just, just shopping, left in peace to buy my uh, 365 thin crust frozen pizza, my bottle of 365 Cabernet Sauvignon, you know. 
a pint of the top shelf Mediterranean mint gelato. You know, single woman's hump day special? More like single woman's non-hump day special? <laughs> More like it. So I get to the register and I realize that I forgot my debit card, you know, so I'm just, I'm digging through my purse. I'm like, do I have any cash? And uh, it turns out I did from a previous night of drinking. Thank God. Didn't have that extra margarita. I'm responsible. That's called fiscal discipline. And it turns out I had the, the exact order total, like down in the penny. And the cashier told me like, hey, you should buy a lottery ticket. And I'm like, okay, I guess so. And a little bit, a little bit later on, I got a parking ticket. It was like 70 some dollars or whatever it is. I was like, shit. That's like the same amount of money I have left in my checking account. I guess I should buy a lottery ticket. But how? Not all of us have $400,000 a year. It's tough. You can hear the crickets peeing. That's true. That was a strong ending. Cool. All right. Give it up your host, Jesse. Sabrina Miller, everybody. Keep that going for your next comic, Dan Aguanaga. Thank you very much, Jesse. Welcome to SF. Uh, it's pronounced Aguinaga. Just so you're going to host the next show, right? Thought you should know. Aguinaga. Or Aguinaga if you're, you know, racist. <sighs> good times. Uh, we got to get this energy back up in the room. I'm going I'm to give you some good news. Uh, my wife and I decided to uh, pull the goalie. We're going to try to get pregnant. Right? That's pretty awesome, right? Big thing. Uh, well, she's trying to get pregnant. I'm just going to fuck her. Um, and uh, yeah, no, our whole family, they've been receiving it with open arms, giving really good advice, you know, just like compliments. Um, a couple of my friends, though, they'll go a little overboard and they'll, they'll be like, hey, man, congrats. But um, you know, that baby, that's going to be one good looking baby. You know, we're talking about a baby, right? Like, there's, babies can't be good looking. Like, a baby's never been a contestant on The Bachelorette, you know? A baby's never crawled out of a limo. Be like, hey, Hannah, like, I, I saw you last season on Colton's, Colton's season, and um, I'm a virgin too, so it works out. Yeah. No, but uh, we're trying to have a baby. Uh, I don't think, yeah, there's, there's never really been a hot baby. Never, no baby's ever been born in a hospital, and the mother's like, oh, he's adorable. And then some nurse chimes in, like, adorable. It's a fucking smoke show. You know, he's got a tiny dick, but he'll grow out of it. Yeah. This maybe. I don't know, not all of them grow out of it. See you later, Cody. <clears throat> Jesus. Jesus, was he hot? No, I didn't think he was that hot. Yeah, yeah he had the eight-pack, right? Yeah. He had that crucifix spot we're all trying to go for. Yeah, shut up. Actually, I shouldn't say that here next, last time someone said that, someone got punched. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, you're not black though, so it's okay. Holy shit. Well, it's only comedians here. I'm sorry, there was, you don't know what happened, but it's okay. You could just think I'm racist. Um, anyways, no, but uh, babies, I think we can all agree that uh, babies are adorable. Uh, they speak an interesting language though, babies. And I consider baby 100% to be a language. I do, like by definition, a language is when a large group of people make the same sounds out of their mouths, right? That's what a language is, so baby checks out. Sure, no one understands baby, but no one understands Korean, still considered a language. Seriously, like think about it, like the sounds babies make are just as arbitrary as us speaking English. 
except, you know, obviously English is a real language with actual meanings behind the words, whereas baby is just sort of like different levels of screaming. So in that regard, it's less like English and more like Chinese. Yeah. Got big balls telling that joke in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm a hot, to hot topic. Uh, babies. Uh, yeah, I speak a little baby. A funny story, I used to be one. And um, a lot of adults don't speak baby. They forget it as they age, which is a shame when someone forgets a language, you know? Um, but I noticed that adults, they'll do this thing, well, they'll speak English to a baby, but with a baby accent, like that's gonna help or something, you know? They'll be like, hey, baby, who's a cute little baby? Who's a cute little baby? You are. Yeah, I know you mean well by that, but uh, that's super offensive to babies. It is. I mean, like, you should never speak to a person in that person's accent. It's never a good idea. Like, I'm not gonna go up to a racist and be like, hey, who's a cute little racist? You're a cute little racist. Who hates black people? Who hates black people? Cool. Do you think that's how racists talk to their babies? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I bet you there's at least one baby out there in the world whose first word was the N-word. Like, oh my God, Billy Bob, he said his first slur. He's gonna be a grandmaster in no time. Hmm, yeah, so we're gonna have babies. Someone's gotta take a stand for babies, man, because they can't stand. It's true. I know what you're thinking. It's like, Dan, if I don't, if I wanna talk to a baby and not offend them, what? What can I do? I'm so glad you asked. Um, what you can do is either nod, smile, be polite, and then walk along, or you can learn to speak a little baby. I, I mentioned before I speak it, so I could teach you a, a sentence. Uh, for instance, like, <coughs> means I'm sorry, baby, I don't speak your language, but have a nice day. Uh, but that's tricky, because it sounds very similar to another sentence, which is <coughs> Notice that? That was like the tilde at the end there. Yeah, uh, that actually translates to, I think you're balding. Babies don't like that, that's a sensitive subject for them. Yeah, I would be pissed too, you know? I was just born and I look like Paul Giamatti. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot, you guys. Dan Alganaga, everybody. All right, we've got a couple more comics left. Make some noise for Aaron Lewis. Hell yeah. They brought me up to Santana because clearly I'm very tan. Um, I don't actually have any material. I just have a lifetime of drug and alcohol abuse, so let me tell you about that. Um, actually, no. Let me tell you about older music like Santana. Old people always tell you that music nowadays isn't shit. This old guy I talked to recently, he said, oh yeah, you hear this song? I bet you don't know this song. I said, Grandpa, stop trying to stick your dick in my ear. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, dude, but like, I, you know, I used to talk I used to talk shit on old people talking shit on my younger generation, but now I kind of agree with them because no one butt chugs anymore, all right? I thought we were going to change shit. 
We're going to be the generation that shoves shit up our ass. Butt chug Fort Logos. Shove Xanax up your ass. I was showing my mom how to butt chug. I was like, Mom, you got to arc it. You got to arc it, Mom. She said, wow, I still have absolutely no respect for you. But at least you're not retarded like your brother. I was like, Mom, that's fucked up, all right? You can't say that anymore. We got to use correct terminology, okay? My brother's a mongoloid. I was, uh, I saw somebody I hadn't seen in a while, and we were reminiscing, and I was like, oh, man, do you remember when we were uh, camping in Big Sur, and we were all standing in a line together, and we were all butt-chugged on that cliff? And they replied, yeah, that literally did not happen. You were the only one to butt-chug on that cliff. In fact, you ruined that camping trip for everybody. You weren't even invited to that camping trip. You invited yourself, and now people still have PTSD from you butt-chugging on that cliff. I said, whatever, Dad. Whatever. Yeah, I may have a drinking problem. And uh, I realized recently that I had a drinking problem, but I didn't realize when I was bleeding in the back end of an Uber, I realized the day after when I got the bill for that Uber, I was like, $200? Do you know how much Jim Beam I can buy with that? I mean, not enough, but it's still a lot. Might last me a day. No, yeah, I should uh, really stop doing drugs. But, like, sometimes I just hear songs, and it makes me want to do drugs. You know what I'm talking about. Like, when you hear a song, and you're like, fuck yeah, let's get fucked up now. That's a common thing. But what's odd, though, is that there's songs out there that tell you how bad drugs are that make you want to do drugs. I don't know if you ever heard Minor Threat before, but that's a straight edge band from the 90s, or sorry, that's for the straight edge band from the 80s. But every time I hear them, I just want to smoke a bowl of meth and skate a bowl for 10 hours. I don't know if you ever heard the song White Lines by Grandmaster Flash, but that's a song about how bad cocaine is. But whenever I hear that song, I just want to do a line off a fucking toilet seat. I don't know why it's got to be off a toilet seat, but my dad didn't raise no bitch, okay? My dad didn't raise me at all. I just turned out to be a bitch on my own. Thank you. Aaron Lewis, everybody. We have one more comic. You gonna stick around, audience member? You gotta get out of here? Alright. Right on. Thank you, audience member. Come on, guys, let's give it up for an audience member. I like 
Dude's got a lot of cash. All right. Make some noise for your last comic, Sam Carroll. Yeah. I like singing under the stars What's going on, guys? Thanks for sticking around. It's under my impression that this is being recorded, right? There's a little podcast going on. Were you guys here last week? Did you guys come here last week? Any of you? I don't know. You were here last week, I thought, right? No. No? Oh. Well, shucks. There's this guy that came on stage, um, and he like his, he did a bit where he brought this bowl of weed on stage, because everyone was bringing their notes on stage, and he brings this bowl of weed on stage. And he's like, hey, these are my notes. And, you know, I got a few laughs. But the bit that I'm not going to do was bring a bag of black or heroin on stage, and this is my notes. And for those of you listening on the podcast, uh, stop. Stop what you're doing right now, actually. And go outside. Why are you, why are you doing that? I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Heroin. Heroin's a good drug, you know. It's in the morphine family and my family. Um, yeah, my stepdad's going to be pissed that I took his bag. He's going to be fucking pissed. He's going to take it all out on my mom, which is okay because she took all my video games. Fuck her. Yeah. That belt. Never mind, that was too dark. We're not going to even go there. Let's do mass shootings instead. Fuck it. Let's make this podcast real dirty, a little real X-rated. Um, fucking some shit went down in Gilroy. I hope to God no one here has any relatives or anything in the Gilroy Garlic Festival. Um, but yeah, shit went down in Gilroy at the Garlic Festival. And, you know, just a brief moment of silence to remember all of the people. Yeah, sad, man. Fucking Count Dracula was a real asshole for that one. It's fucked up. Yeah. Room full of comics? Vampires? I can't be the only one that made that connection. <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking... I mean, the worst part about it is that none of this would have happened if the Supreme Court listened to Trump on his uh, Transylvania travel ban. Would have stopped all this shit. <laughs> Fuck, should we keep doing shoots, shooty stuff? I don't know, fuck it. Uh, fuck, man, some people died in Ohio recently. Anyone else got that Neil Young song stuck in their head? Nine dead in Ohio. Ten if you include the shooter, but I don't know why we would start including him in things now when we didn't before. It's pretty much the reason this whole shit went down. Yeah, fuck. You like camping? You go camping? You mentioned you were, you were a little bit of a camper. Uh, I used to do trail construction for the state of California. So, so not camping. <laughs> <laughs> outside, in the general theme of outside. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's camping. That's camping. Yeah. Um, yeah, camping's fun, but, you know, like... I don't understand how people in horror movies don't aren't conscious of like the premise they're in. Like anytime there's a black guy, a frat boy, a stoner, and three beautiful women camping, 
you're all going to get murdered. Like, do you not see that? Is no one, is no one like saying anything? Like how weird it is that we're all hanging out? Also, how did you get the black guy to go camping? Uh, yeah, it's fucking weird. Um, yeah, it's camping. It's camping. Camping's fun. Camping's a good time. Um, I'm going to stick to camping with ugly people and fat chicks because I feel safer that way. But yeah. All right, I'll end on that. There we go. Is that it? Is that the show? That's the podcast? I hope to God no one got this far. (laughs) Thank you, Sam Carroll. Tune in next week for the Happy Hour Open Mic.
of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby.
Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we gotta serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up a excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody subliminal sf visual and
the building next to the location. Suspects are seen climbing out of both windows, male Hispanic and a possible male black. They have their vehicle van parked in front of the location. Never had a mind. 
love your servant. Oh, Lord. And that's what I'm telling him now. Lord.
Chicken. But when you 
see my baby Here is what you say Tell her I wouldn't have say about him. If he loves you, you know you love him, baby. Get a good grip on him because you're going to need him. In the midnight hour, you know, when you feel like you want to make whoopee or something, he's yours. You can do what you want with him. You know, because if you think somebody else don't want your man, <laughs> just kick him out into the streets, baby. And listen to this. Your best friend that was talking about your man will have him and gone before you can count one, two, three. Believe it or not. You see, I'm a witness to this. You know what my woman told me one night? She said, Jackie, 
if you don't stop switching around here and playing the field, <laughs> listen, and bringing that chicken home, you're going to have to get to stepping. <laughs> I said, uh-huh. I grabbed my chicken by one hand, baby, and we've been stepping ever since that night. <laughs> you see, I couldn't let her dictate to me. I look better than she does all over. Then I know how to please a little better than she does, too. That helps. And you see, I won't have it no other way. My mother told me before I left home, she said, Jackie, don't worry about what people say about you. You look good because you take after mother. Damn daddy. Because you'll get paid for, for what daddy has to pay for. And mother didn't lie, honey. I'm getting it every day of my life, money. Diamonds on my finger, I can't get no more on there. And there's more at home that belong to me where these came from. You see, because I'm sweet. But you see, I laugh and joke and I may smoke a little, but I don't play. You look at me sometimes and you'll see I'm no toy. I like fun and games, but don't get carried away. Because if you crowd me, honey, you'll get something thrown on you that all Robinson won't be able to pray off. You know you'll be in bad shape. I live the life I love, and I love the life I live. I hope you'll do the same. You know, you're supposed to live. As long as you don't force your will and your way on others, forget them, baby. You don't need them. Because the mean things people say about you can't make you feel bad because Jackie can't miss a friend that I've never had. I won't have it, baby. And I sing sexy, too. That helps. No other way. No other way, baby. I won't have it no other way, baby. Jackie Shane, living the life. You love and loving the life you live. MutinyRadio.fm, this is Black Black Plastic Show, coming at ya. I can play my hand Go on Hollywood, babe I believe I can play my hand I got a little bitty woman She seemed to understand She can spend my money She can do anything she choose She can spend my money, she can do anything she choose. As a Hollywood woman, she ain't got a thing in the world to lose. Blow, blow, blow.
Not a Hollywood woman, baby, how could I leave you today? Not a Hollywood woman, how can I leave you today? You the cool playing mama, and baby, I swear I got to play.
I'm the greatest MC in the world. You got to give me, give me mine, cause I'm heavy when I weigh it. Watch the way I say it, ego trip. I change my pitch up, smack my bitch up, I never did it. The flavor's being bucked, but brothers ain't getting it, get it? Or else you're a goner. When I rolls over, you're gonna have to wanna lamp. Cause I gotta wreck it When in the womb I was naked Now I chill with latex Cause of how I enter The black wood without a splinter Prove it, I have the chills With helps in moving Acid, saw the light cause I got glass. So we sip the cappuccino Slow Big money, I drive big car Serve the bubble like a bar Tender, when in flight Like a cinder Lace, sticks a dynamite on base, head. Lace the shoe until he's dead. Run, cause the, the cop is gonna come. Kiss my plug, stop the lick and kiss my grits. Hold my balls without a mitt. Grab the mouthpiece to talk the dag. Nab it, I keep going like that rabbit. 
Richter, Shea, Damon, eat a snicker. Saddest, by the Norman, till the Gladys. Night, my glasses help me see the light. So we sit at the cappuccino slow. Life is what you see is usually what you get. Won't take a drag without a net. No, to put the rhythm in the bone. Marrow, lay the pipe to please Carol. Loop, I don't know. If it's true, that's a fumble. Don't catch a fever from the jungle. Chocolate, Nubian girls flock to it. Sweets, and if I can't sample beats, get the beatbox equipped with the dirt. Bismarck and Dougie works. Fine, makes work the will, I tangle rhymes. Hawk, the light is thirsty in the dark. So we. But my M wasn't picked Super heavy like a Chevy Bump on Macy Mix. I had some screens in my pockets And played it kinda hush and did the outs Check out the avenue I peeped the Zoa on the Gimme Gimme Plus we hit the plat Then the amps was on sample